Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. People are strange. Something strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Each year, participants gather in Nevada's Black Rock Desert to create a temporary metropolis known as Black Rock City. Here, they celebrate the week-long festival known as Burning Man. Thousands of people, including high-level celebrities, attend this end-of-summer festival, which culminates in the burning of a towering wooden effigy known as the Burning Man. However, something strange happened this year. A disastrous flood. After being pummeled by heavy rain for two days, approximately 70,000 attendees became stuck in the mud. The treacherous sludge prompted road closures blocking the route both in and out of the event. With Reno being the nearest city, more than 100 miles away, the stranded attendees were told to conserve food and water. Things got even worse as a man reportedly died. And it was even reported that there was a deadly disease outbreak of a certain disease. Eventually, after being postponed twice, the festival's main event, the burning of the man, finally took place on Monday night. Some are saying that the floods were even a sign from God. The burning man has frequently been compared to occult practices such as the wicker man ritual, where ancient druid Celtic priests sacrifice humans inside of large burning effigies. Whew. There's a lot to dive into regarding the history of Burning Man and what just went on there this year as well. But before we take a deep dive into Burning Man, if you're into conspiracy deep dives, occult symbolism breakdown, then you've come to the right place because that's what Strange Sauna is all about. So if you like this content, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of the latest updates that I put out. All right, let's get steamy. So what is Burning Man? The week-long festival focused on, quote, community art, self-expression, and self-reliance is held annually in Black Rock Desert, Nevada, spanning nine days leading up to, including Labor Day. According to its founder, Burning Man is guided by ten stated principles. Radical inclusion, gifting, decommodification, radical self-reliance, Radical self-expression, communal effort, civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, and immediacy. All right, the immediacy thing caught me. It's like, okay, so we're living in the now. Burning Man has a lengthy history with roots here in the Bay Area. It started nearly 40 years ago, June 1986, as a small ritual on Baker Beach in San Francisco with just 20 guests. They burned an eight-foot-tall effigy, the Burning Man. The event launched a celebration of community, art, self-expression, and self-reliance. Five years later, 
1991, it was moved to its current location, Black Rock City in northwest Nevada. It still drew a relatively small crowd of just 250 people. By the year 2000, the crowd had grown to more than 25,000 campers, and the Burning Man had grown to more than 50 feet tall. In 2014, a 105-foot-tall effigy was burned, the tallest ever. That year's event drew nearly 66,000 campers. Tragedy struck in 2017, though. A 41-year-old man threw himself into the flames of the burning monument. He died a day later. From there, the size of the burn monument got smaller each year. But the crowd size did not, peaking at more than 79,000 guests in 2019. The in-person event was canceled in 2020 due to the pandemic, but about half a million people took part in a burn week online. So Burning Man originated in 1986 where an eight-foot wooden man was burned on Baker Beach in San Francisco, California, okay? And this happened to celebrate the summer solstice. And mind you, San Francisco is where the Church of Satan was founded. Yeah, no big deal. There's something going on with San Francisco. I don't know what it is. Originally, this was a small function organized by Larry Harvey and Jerry James, the builders of the first man. Jerry James sounds like a uh, a wrestler or something. Jerry James. By 1988, Harvey formally named the summer solstice ritual Burning Man. This was done to ward off references to Wicker Man, the reputed Celtic pagan practice of burning human sacrifices inside of wicker cages. Harvey said that he had not seen the 1973 cult film, The Wicker Man, until many years later, and that it didn't inspire the action to create Burning Man. So I kind of, I find that a little unbelievable, right? And it is odd that Burning Man started 13 years after Wicker Man came out. And 13, there's a significance around 13, and we'll get into that a little bit later. In 1990, the solstice burn at Baker Beach was stopped by police due to a lack of a permit. So the man was disassembled and transported to a separate event in Black Rock Desert known as Zone Trip Number 4, A Bad Day at Black Rock. Here, John Law and Michael Mickle, there's another wrestler name for you, two members of the Cacophony Society helped establish Black Rock City. And the Cacophony Society is kind of a strange thing as well. These were remnants of the Suicide Club, which was a secret society in San Francisco. And according to their website, the Cacophony Society are a randomly gathered network of free spirits united in the pursuit of experiences beyond the pale of mainstream society. Cacophony events often involve costumes, pranks, and public places, and sometimes going into places that are generally off limits to the public. I've heard that the Cacophony Society, the Suicide Club, whatever you want to call it, is kind of... Uh, that's age jackass. You know, when you think of jackass, the movie jackass, all those guys doing pranks and stuff on each other and on people, that's what I heard it described as. So Burning Man is now organized by the Burning Man Project, a nonprofit organization that in 2013 succeeded Black Rock City LLC, a for-profit limited liability company. So when this first all started out, what they tried to do when it started getting bigger, they wanted to make an LLC every year and dissolve it every year. 
So like uh, BlackRock City 1997, LLC, and then just dissolve it. BlackRock City 1998, LLC. Uh, That was unsustainable, as you can imagine. So they literally just came up with BlackRock City LLC. And now you have this gigantic nonprofit organization. There's a ton of different um, endorsements. There's the BlackRock solar energy stuff. There's the global arts grants. There's burners without borders. Burners are what the the people that go to uh, the Burning Man call themselves. So this thing became this gigantic worldwide association here. And there's burns that happen all over the world at different times of the year on different solstice dates, you know. Let's look at the history of Black Rock Desert, okay, where this Burning Man has taken place. The Black Rock Desert region is in northwest Nevada, and its playa extends for approximately 100 miles. And the playa is what they call the the dirt there, like the mud and the the dried mud. Humans have been in the Black Rock Desert for over 11,000 years, and around 1300 A.D., the area was settled by the Paiute people. One version of how the northern Paiute people came to be is that a bird, the sage hen, also known as the Centro Circus, was the only bird that survived a massive flood. So you're bringing in the flood story again. I mean, just another version of the flood. The sage hen made a fire and cared for it until the fire grew bigger and bigger. The water from the flood dried and the man happened. Just came out of nowhere. This man was called Numu Zoho, who was a cannibal. Okay? The cannibals, as he and the kind were called, killed all of the native people except for a woman who was able to escape. This woman then bore four children, which then grew into separate fractioning tribes, and then the Paiute people kind of just came out. So there were conspiracies, false conspiracies of cannibalism at this year's Burning Man. They're eating people out here so (laughs) i'm just saying like the the area is rich to that kind of idea of cannibalism it looks like just a conspiracy though the paiute practiced shamanism and believed in a force called pua they gave life to the physical world in order to draw upon the powers of nature and the universe shamans would frequently visit sacred sites These sites can be found throughout the Great Basin and the American West. The sacred sites are where shamans performed many of their duties, including curing, rainmaking, warfare, sorcery, and fighting. So now, is Black Rock City an ancient sacred site? Did they perform any of these witchcraft, uh, sorcery stuff, and any of these locations where Burning Man is taking place? Don't know. But I do know that one thing that the Paiute did was the ghost dance ritual. Now, the ghost dance was associated with the spiritual leader, Wavoka's prophecy. There was a guy named Wavoka. He had this prophecy of the end of colonial expansion while preaching goals of clean living, an honest life, and cross-cultural cooperation by Native Americans. Proper practice of the dance would reunite the living with spirits of the dead, bring the spirits to fight on their behalf, end American westward expansion, and bring peace, prosperity, and unity to Native American people throughout the region. 
Jack Wilson, the prophet otherwise known as Wavoka, was believed to have had a vision during a solar eclipse on January 1st, 1889. He also stated that Jesus was being reincarnated on Earth in 1892. He was already here, people. Just letting you know. This was what uh, Jack Wilson, Wavoka said. So that is just a little history of the Paiute people, the people who founded this place. They used to live in Black Rock Desert. So you kind of have this old uh, energy there. And you know what? We've we've heard these stories about ancient Indian burial grounds. You know, and if you mess with the bodies down there, then you're going to mess with some some spirit stuff, some sorcery. I wonder if there's any burial grounds there. Be interesting to know that. Let's look into the bonfire, okay? Because the central theme of Burning Man is lighting things on fire. And they don't just light one thing on fire, okay? It's not just the Burning Man. They have a temple that they burn down always on Sunday. They burn the man on Saturday, except for this year. And they have a bunch of other things that they burn throughout the week. So a central theme at Burning Man is the bonfire, where people dance and jump over them, resembling an ancient Druid ritual. So bonfire is a word that is thought to derive of the word bone fire. Yeah, throwing bones and fires. So this came from the Christian celebration of St. John the Baptist's birth when he was born midsummer, around the summer solstice. So this is midsummer. That's where that came from. That's uh, summer solstice. It is believed that in the mid-4th century A.D., the Roman Emperor Julian the Apostate burned the saints' bones, hence bonefire. So bonfires are lit to celebrate All Saints' Day, uh, All Souls' Day, and they originated as a Halloween custom with the Celts, who lit bonfires on their uh, two greatest festival days, Beltane, May 1st, and Samhain, Halloween, right? So Celtic bonfires have been explained as tributes to the sun, as protection against evil spirits, and as beacons to friendly spirits returning home from Samhain. Bonfires may also have been used for animal and human sacrifices by the Celts and their priests, the Druids, sometimes involving constructions of huge wicker men, and they threw their victims inside and they burned them alive. All right, that's what a lot of people say that this whole Burning Man thing is kind of like. And the only reason why they're lighting a gigantic man on fire is because they can't do the real thing in real life. Maybe. I do want to get into an interesting theory here and some interesting connections. So the host of Secret Teachings podcast, Ryan Gable, made this connection right after Burning Man happened, okay? He recently made this connection with the Burning Man and the pagan celebration, Nemoralia. So Nemoralia, a.k.a. the Feast of Hecate, or Hecate, whatever you want to say, a.k.a. the Festival of Torches, was an ancient three-day pagan festival between August 13th to August 15th to honor the Roman moon goddess Diana. So you have this Festival of Torches right around the same time, okay? So Burning Man was in August. This Feast of Hecate is also in August. It involves lighting things on fire, the Festival of Torches. So Nemoralia was also originally celebrated at Lake Nemi in the Sanctuary of Diana. Burning Man is held in Black Rock Desert, which is the dry remnant of a lake bed. 
So both of these things are kind of lining up. Okay, we got torches, we got fires, and they're both held on a lake bed. Now, as I mentioned, Nemorelia is known as the Feast of Hecate. Hecate is the name that you use for Diana in the underworld. All right, so it is the inverted Diana. So if you take the inversion of the 13th, the day that you're supposed to start the worship for this uh, Nemorelia, you get 31, which is right in the middle of Burning Man. Princess Diana died on August 31st in a car crash. Some say to honor the goddess Diana. And so you have this 1331. It's the inversion of the Ides of August. Princess Diana also crashed into the 13th pillar of the Pont de la Alma tunnel. Okay, so let's add all this up. You have the Feast of Torches. You have burning things on fire. They're both in the lake bed. Uh, you have the inversion, 13 and 31. Uh, Hecate, the inverted version of Diana. Diana died on the 31st, on the inverted date of Nemorelia. August 31st is smack dab in the middle of this Burning Man festival. There was a death. There was a death reported on September 1st, right after August 31st. And the guy's name was Leon Reese. Now, I'm not one for gematria, all right? I think that it, there's some that like that really makes sense, but there's words that kind of add up to everything. I mean, in gematria, for those who don't know, is kind of every letter has a numerical value. And so when you have like a word, for example, you can sum up each letter to create the, the summation and then see what other words have that same number, right? <clears throat> what I found that was odd is that Leon equals Anne Hesh. And if you all remember, Anne Hesh was declared legally dead on August 13th, 2022. So the man who died on August 31st, which was the same day that Princess Diana died, some say in honor of the goddess Diana, because the inverted 31 is the 13th, that's when Nemorelia starts, that is the festival for the goddess Diana. You had another guy who died. Leon. Leon equals Anne Hesh in Gematria. They're both dying at the same time, inverted. Leon in Gematria also means man-child. And remember we were talking about the 923 prophecy. 923, 2017, you had that constellation up in the sky. Jupiter was acting as the man-child that the Virgo constellation gave birth to. Very interesting here. Uh, Leon was also 32 years old, and that's 23 inverted. If you look at the 23rd, right? We're just looking at the 23rd again. The number 23. So the gates to the Burning Man opened on August 23rd this year, 2023. It's the ninth prime number, so 923 symbology. The Quran was revealed in a total of 23 years to the Prophet Muhammad. Uh, human sex cells have 23 chromosomes. Non-sex cells have two sets of 23 chromosomes, 46. Kabbalists affirm that a letter is missing in the Torah. The letter of the alphabet does not appear in our eon. Leon? Mm, just saying. And it is not used in the Torah. I know, I'm stretching. The primitive divine alphabet and all of the Torah also would be based on the series of 23 letters, not 22. Okay, so there's a missing letter in there. 
It would all add up to 23 letters total. And 23 is one of the sacred numbers of Eris, the goddess of discord. And didn't we just have a big C little V uh, variant named Eris? You know, it's very, very strange. And so if you add up all of those things, right, where you have the Festival of Torches, a.k.a. Burning Man, happening at the same time in the inverted time range, right? So on the 13th, you have Nemeralia. Burning Man, you have August 31st. Both are held on lakes. I just thought that this was all very interesting. You could tie in so much. Not only that, but Hecate is associated with the Obsidian Stone, which is a black stone. And Burning Man is held in Black Rock Desert. All right, the Black Rock. There's a lot of this symbology here. So everything kind of entwines itself. Everything kind of aligns. And so I found that that was very interesting, the way that he was kind of putting all of that stuff together. The Gematria stuff, or the Gematria stuff, I kind of added in uh, just because certain things that I noticed here and there. So something else that was interesting this year at Burning Man, you had a Ukraine war ritual that happened. Yes, yeah, this Ukrainian ritual that happened. There were two installations from Ukraine that were installed at Burning Man 2023. One was the Hedgehog. It was a temple for all of the fallen soldiers, fallen people, people who've died. And the Ukrainian Phoenix. Yes, the Phoenix rises from the ashes. So on August 31st, so here we are. We're getting into the 31 number again. On the 31st, audio of explosions and air raid sirens rang out around the art installation known as the Phoenix. This was a 26-foot-tall, 13-foot-wide box. 13, 26, 13 times 2. You just have this massive box. Looks like a gigantic rectangle. It's just standing up on one end, and you're going, what the hell is this? You know, you have all of these elegant, you know, carvings, like these wood carvings, these wood sculptures, and then you just have a wooden box. All right, pretty, pretty boring, right? So all of a sudden, on August 31st, You have air sirens, uh, explosions, all of these sounds happening around this box. And they set it on fire. And after the box burned away, what was left there was the phoenix. The phoenix emerged, okay? And so the box burned for 20 minutes. It was set on fire to represent the resilience of Ukraine rising from the war-torn ashes. And not only that, but this was totally unplanned, I guess. They had an unplanned performance of an opera singer who came in. I guess she sang this song all in Ukrainian. So, yeah, when this box burned down, the phoenix was left in its place. Now, a lot of people were saying this doesn't look like a phoenix at all. You know, if you see this, you would never recognize that this is supposed to be a bird. It actually resembled the trident, which was another name for the coat of arms for the Ukraine coat of arms that they adopted in 1992 after gaining their independence. And there's a lot of occult symbolism with the trident as well. Ellen Lepatkina, the lead producer of this project and a Ukrainian-American, explained that the artwork symbolizes, quote, the rebirth of our identity. She added, quote, the fire, the cleansing, the forging, and the revelation that there was something inside that is not just complete collapse resonated deeply with the people. Lepatkina said that Vitali Denega, one of her friends, 
and also the founder of the Come Back Alive Fund for Ukraine veterans, uh, had come up with the idea of burning the Ukrainian art on the playa last year to show that Ukrainians are out here in the world despite everything that's happening, blah, 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 blah. But what's weird is that the guy who came up with this idea to kind of like have these art installations, these Ukrainian art installations at Burning Man was uh, this Vitalia Denega guy. He is also the Ukrainian deputy defense minister for digital development, digital transformation, and digitization. You had this deputy defense minister set up something for Burning Man? You know, you're at war with Russia, and you thought it was worth time to just put something into this event over in the middle of America, right? So it's like, why, why are you spending the time and the energy to put an effigy of the Phoenix over here and burn it? You know, there must be something about this where they're taking this energy, or at least they're trying to. It seems like they're trying to invoke some sort of ritual and harness this energy and, and use it somehow. Because this guy, this uh, Denega guy, this Ukrainian deputy defense minister, he broadcasted the burning of this phoenix on Facebook stating, birth through fire. So it's, you know, when it comes to propaganda, when it comes to wartime propaganda, I mean, Burning Man has been infiltrated through and through. I mean, what what's really started out probably as like this hippie movement, you know, has really been entrenched with a lot of money and a lot of power and a lot of celebrities go there. I mean, it's it's become something where it's just it's probably always just been a big party. Who knows? I don't know. I have I've never gone, you know, so if that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, who cares? But it is uh, it is very bizarre. Oh, uh, yeah. With the whole Ukraine stuff being involved there. I do want to get into this Reddit post that I found. This is a, a fascinating Reddit post because it kind of goes through and ties Burning Man to this Saturn ritual. Okay. So check this out. Burning Man, an annual Saturn assault mega ritual in Nevada's Black Rock Desert. This is from three years ago. This is on the Saturn Time Cube conspiracy hub here. Now, if you look at this, if you look at Burning Man straight from above, we'll get to it later. But look at that. You see a pentagon, don't you? Five sides. And then this uh, circle that's 66.6% filled in. Hmm. Very strange. So Burning Man is an event held annually in 1986 in the western United States. It began on the shores of Baker Beach in San Francisco alongside of the Golden Gate Bridge. Since 1998, the event has been upgraded, moved, and developed into a temporary annual urban installation called Black Rock City, erected in Black Rock Desert, northwestern Nevada. The choice of the Black Rock Desert... For the event, and thereby the name of the installation called Black Rock City, is a direct reference to the Black Stone of the Kaaba in Mecca, the most holiest site in Islam. It is said that this stone, quote, fell from heaven, which is a cosmic allusion to Saturn. 
Now, this is just a post, you guys. I'm just reading this guy's, uh, you know, whatever he's throwing out there. I just found that this was interesting, okay? Both Mecca and Black Rock City share the same secret, the color of black and the metal of lead in planetary alchemy for Saturn. And as a result, it is used in various relevant symbols. Saturn is labeled and understood as the black sun in the distinct high occult, all right? All right, so there you have this black rock, the Kaaba in Mecca, and they're touching it. Very, very sacred. They said that this thing fell from heaven, all right? As outlined by the Burning Man co-founder, the event is guided by these 10 principles. We've already discussed this. Radical inclusion, gifting, decommodification, blah, 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 blah. See, the event has grown rapidly in size since its founding and has evolved into a destination for social media influencers, celebrities, and the Silicon Valley elite. The event was founded in the occult from its origin, and the symbolism involved originates from the enlightened Masonic founders. So he's bringing in Freemasons here, okay? Uh, to the complete un- unawares of the generally free spirits, the young free spirits who attend this event as usual. So he's saying that there's a lot of symbolism in this and everybody's just unaware. They're blissfully ignorant to this and they're kind of just engaging in these rituals and they don't even know about it, which kind of seems true. Now, here we are. There's that Pentagon again. All right. The aerial outline of Black Rock City. Notice the entire parameter of this event is a Pentagon, which represents humanity. The human participants fittingly engage with the shape. See? So all of the roads, all the roads that outline this thing, you know, and uh, I think that's actually a trash fence. They put up a trash fence so that way the when the wind blows, it'll get caught up in that trash. But yeah, you just have this kind of like circle there. The burning man is right in the center of that circle. Pentagon. Very strange, and he, you know, makes you think of the pentagram. So here is uh, the map of the actual place, and it's set up like a time wheel, or it's actually called the wheel of time, from ten to two. You know, it's the steering wheel handles right there. Put your hands at ten and two, everybody. So now the map above reveals that the city was officially designed in the layout of a clock symbolizing time, an immense clock tower. And bull's horns crescent motif are present are present on the site of the Kaaba in Mecca, revealing the connection of Burning Man's theme to Saturn as Father Time. So they're saying that this kind of half circle here, or this sixty-six point six percent of a circle, is the same as this, the crescent moon. Representing Father Time, Saturn, Saturn worship, and there it is by the uh, the Kaaba. See right on top of that, the little clock. All right, the Macaw Clock Tower, with bullhorns crescent motif adorned in the solar gold, and the Kaaba black cube in the foreground. These are iconic Saturnian symbols. All right, here we are again. So this is the iconic bull horns and star solar disc motif is designed for the layout of Black Rock City. And this symbol is also used by the Masonic Shriners. On the right, you'll see the Shriner Fez hat with the symbol of Saturn and the Islamic scimitar sword. 
thrusted through it. So this crescent moon is Saturn worship, he's saying. The depictions of the Shriner hat depict a sword thrusting through and slaying the Saturn god. Or Saturn slash god. All right. Famously depicted as Mithras slaying the bull god Saturn. Now check this out. This is the coin here. Let me see if I can make this a little bit smaller here. Oh, well, there we go. All right. Yeah, I did make it small. All right. So this is a coin. Remember the Trump coin? The coin for the Abraham Accords, Trump's deal with the century, features the scimitar sword with Saturn at the tip of it. Saturn slash God is the Antichrist target, matching the depiction of the Masonic Shriner logo. So that this guy's saying that the sword going through the, the crescent moon is a sign that they're trying to kill God. All right, because Saturn is represented by the crescent moon. He's also saying that God is represented by the crescent moon. And if you are trying to thrust a sword through that, you might not like it that much. Okay. Now, the dove representing peace is heading to Saturn slash God, representing the message of peace being sent from the world to Saturn slash God to provoke wrath and judgment. How that would do so, I don't know. This is all part of their primary agenda to dramatically spread and increase global rebellion against Saturn slash God to confirm the peace deal, quote unquote, thereby triggering Saturn slash God's return in judgment to destroy the world. From the ashes of the destroyed world, following this divine judgment, they will ascend from their sophisticated underground shelters and rapidly set up their new world order in a post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world in what will then be a new age. Nevertheless, their coming reign will only be very brief. There's a sign of the Burning Man there. So going back to this coin, though, this was the Donald Trump coin. See his, uh, his signature there? Donald John Trump. And it says, and if one inclines towards peace, it inclines towards you. All right? And this is the back of the coin. Because they were saying that Trump represented the new uh, king, remember? They're saying that Trump reminded him of a new king and, you know, because of all this thing that he was doing for, for Israel and helping Israel out. They put him on a coin and on the backside, you got Saturn, a dove, you got a rocket ship, you got some satellite dishes here. What is that, Elon Musk or something? Well, look, what's this? Everybody watching can see it. It's something that'll stick into your skin, right? They put that on a damn coin for Donald Trump. All right, right next to it's a heart. So just uh, throwing that out there, there might be a little connection. Why is that right next to it? I don't know. But yeah, they they put Saturn on this coin and the, the scimitar here. And I might be saying scimitar incorrectly, I don't know, but... I just find that that is very strange, very strange symbology to put on the back of a coin with Donald Trump, right? And this is dedicated for Donald Trump. Um, all right, so going back to this, at the center of the playa representing the star or eye within the crescent, the most important event occurs in which the event derives its name, the symbolic burning of the large wooden effigy that occurs on the Saturday before Labor Day, Saturnalia. Saturn Day, this is fitting, 
Uh, it was always uh, it was a fitting conclusion that it was always chosen to land on Saturday because Saturday stands for Saturn. After all of the immoral and godless abominations that had taken place during the week at Black Rock City in plain view of the effigy, the burning or the ritual burning of the figure represents the defeat and destruction of Saturn slash God and act truly in the spirit of the Antichrist lawlessness. This sinister ritual is synonymous to the outcomes depicted in the most iconic Hollywood film franchises where the earthbound human protagonists, after a major struggle, managed to defeat and destroy the cosmic main antagonist covered in Saturn slash God symbolism, usually in an explosive conclusion. A popular float on the playa featured a triangle around an emphasized center for the eye of God. Okay. Participants danced to the wild music with the lewd woman on the float in playful and rebellious mockery. Look at them. They're crazy. This part's crazy because I've never seen the lighting of the man. All right. Right up and close. Like where they, they take the torch and they light the man on fire at Burning Man. All right. I've never seen that until I saw this video. Now, this is saying because of the complications as a result of the big C, uh, the plan, or the, you know what I'm saying. The big C, little V. Shut down the world. The Burning Man for 2020 was canceled. Okay. But they did a live stream of the event. And during the live stream, you got to see this up close and personal lighting of the man. Okay. Now check this out. Here it is. Look. So she's standing there with two torches. Right? Looking up. Raises them up above her head. And she crosses the torches. And she moves close to the body. And then she uncrosses them again. And then she kind of starts to do the thing. All right? Lights it on fire. There we go. And you get this. uh, I think they have like fuses. Long fuses that kind of spark. There we go. Because they got some fireworks and stuff that they do in these things, too. So, yeah. With that, what this person is saying, this ritual of crossing the torches is very relevant and intentional. We see it done in the Star Wars films, The Rise of Skywalker, where the protagonist crosses lightsabers to burn away and destroy the Saturnian antagonist Emperor Palpatine. All right? Look, she crosses the, the freaking lightsabers. She makes an X. Boom. Right? It's repelling the bad guy's energy. So it's like a protection, making the X. Hmm. Who just changed their uh, their whole platform to an X? Elon Musk? Right? So is he trying to protect... Somebody? I don't know. Is he is he using it for protection? You know, and it made me think of um, if he is, you know, just going down this path. Just bear with me here. If X stands for protecting you, and like, let's say that people can leave posts on Twitter slash X and put hexes on you, they can do spells through uh, social media posts. Think about it. If that is possible. And you think of what happened. Remember when Donald Trump got the big C little V? He got sick. 
right? He posted, he's like, I got the big C. I'm doing some, uh, some stuff over here, right? And right below his post, you had in various languages, curses and hexes, like just tons of them. I don't know if they were bots or real people, but people were trying to put a curse on Donald Trump. So naming it X, renaming it X, was that to uh, prevent something? I don't know. Who the heck knows? I'm just kind of spitballing. Um, in the film Ghostbusters, the protagonists cross streams. All right. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, you never want to cross streams uh, in the public restroom. All right. That is a big no-no. So they cross streams to burn away and destroy the Saturnian antagonist Gozer in front of the stormy gateway in the sky. So check this out. You got freaking Ghostbusters up in here. They're talking about how we're going to take this guy out. Look, they spit out their streams. Looking at each other here. Now watch. They cross the streams. Look right there. Okay. Barely handle it. <laughs> this thing's got so much power. All right. So that that's pretty much it. So um, I found that, that that whole post was kind of confusing. Honestly, it was kind of confusing. But it was also kind of, um, it opened my eyes to certain things, like looking at it in a different way. Like, is this Saturn worship? Right? Is that why they put the whole freaking uh, layout in the wheel of time, they call it? And they also put it in the Pentagon. You know, it is uh, you, you fit the pentagram in there quite nicely. But the Pentagon, I've heard that referred to as man, the symbolism of, of man. Um, it is called the uh, the Vitruvian man. You know, Leonardo da Vinci, he had his Vitruvian man, the man with his arms spread out, legs spread out inside the circle. You can make the pentagram there. So when you look at... What happened this year, 2023? That's happened before. Weather has happened before. Burning Man has had downpours. They've had fire tornadoes. They've had sandstorms. You name it. So why are they making it a big deal this year? A lot of people say maybe it's climate change. They're trying to push this agenda on you. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they're using it as a distraction for something else. You know? But nonetheless, it is it is a very ritualistic place. The event is very ritualistic. You have this phoenix rising ritual. You have the man, burning of the man, kind of representing this wicker man ritual that used to take place back with the druids. Overall, it gets infiltrated. It gets subverted, co-opted, whatever you want to call it. You have organizations now. You have millionaires that attend this thing. Um, if you look at who attends? I mean, there's a lot of people who attend this that make six figures. I mean, you're talking about people with money who attend this. And is it a way for them to get something out of their life? Because when they go, people do say that it changes them. You know, they have a, a life-altering experience. But is it is it something that they're looking for just because of the mundane life that they're living and they want to feel something real I, I don't know but is are people kind of um are these these big corporations are they taking over it and then causing people to fall into the trap 
right? Are people actually going to this thing, engaging in rituals naively, and they don't know what they're actually doing in the background? Um, if this is your thing, by all means, go do it. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to judge you, uh, but you know, just not for me. Um, it does, you know, there might've been a day where I would say, Hey, yeah, let's go try this out. Uh, but yeah, not that day today, baby. All right. So yes, if you did like this episode, please leave a like, uh, if you are listening on audio, please make sure to give that five-star rating and please do download the episode. Um, go to Apple, go to Spotify, downloading the episode. I'm trying to get over 500 weekly downloads. So if you guys can do that, it would really help me out and I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining the show. We will talk to you next week. Sayonara. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.